episode three of That's Friday podcast. Today, I'm really excited to introduce the two founders of Joy, Sarah Kelly and Maeve Dunn. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> joy is on a mission to provide Irish young people with the resources to explore, express and find joy in their sexuality. So welcome, ladies. I'm super excited for this podcast. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. Good. I'm so glad to have you on. How are you guys doing today? Good. Really busy. Excited for yeah. uh, the coming weeks. Yeah, I know. Hopefully now December, everything will lift. I know. I we'll finally wait. get out. I can't wait for life to go back to normal. Can't wait to get my hair done. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop. Mom has <laughs> like made her appointment for the fucking hairdresser already. And she's got for me to get one as well. Don't blame her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're just going to start off with a few questions. So my first question is, where did the inspiration for Joy come from? Um, so I guess like for me, I was this summer when none of us had anything to do. I was <laughs> spending a lot of time with my sister and like my cousins who are, um, say like five years younger than me. Um, we were having mm-hmm. a lot of conversations and I'm very, let's say open about things. Like, I talk about yeah. anything that they want to ask me about. So we were having a few conversations and it kind of struck me that, like you know not everyone has an older sister or not everyone has someone they can ask these kind of Mm -hmm. like taboo or like maybe you know something you don't want to ask your mom you know absolutely yeah um so I kind of saw a gap there and I was researching it and that's when me and Maeve kind of joined forces (laughs) again connected yeah (laughs) yeah so I mean we were we were friends in school um and until I left and abandoned Sarah <laughs> uh, in in transition year, <laughs> but it's so it's so funny because I feel like I have been thinking about this for a while, um, both like for myself and then also because of what I'm studying. Um, mm-hmm. But what I are you just, studying, I'm studying. Well, it's it's complicated to put basically science uh okay. I'm studying social psychology and biology this year very interesting um but yeah it's really cool but I was super impressed with the way that my course talked about sex and relationships and okay. all that stuff and I was like oh yeah. it's really interesting how like the academics are talking about this but I don't hear mm-hmm. you know people talk about this in their daily lives the same way so yeah absolutely yeah I I just like I wanted to um bring what I was learning into my life I guess yeah and for other people too we wanted to bridge the gap between like the academics and the average person who like I, I Irish scholars are actually looking into really progressive topics but mm-hmm. it's not being portrayed into sex education um you know in schools so we want to break absolutely yeah it's something yeah it's like I mean I feel like in schools it's something that's lacking completely like I mean I've, I barely I don't remember I remember getting like a sex education talk in like sixth class in primary school but like maybe I, I don't remember getting one in secondary school at all like it's something that they, they just completely avoid the topic like do you know I think I remember um a lot of what we got was more health-based so it was more like yeah you know this is 
how you get STIs and like it was kind of like near me yeah. scaremongering like you will get sick yeah. and you will die or you will get pregnant and yeah. you will die <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I remember from it like I don't remember ever learning about the clitoris like maybe as a body part but yeah. like what it did or like that it could be really enjoyable to absolutely yeah and it was all very straight as well like there was never anything to do with like oh this is how you pleasure a girl if you are a girl or blah blah blah. it was always very much like males and females have sex and that's it like you know which is ridiculous definitely it's really interesting because um the there's this report that was well it's a research paper actually it was published in 2018 and it's relationships and sex education in ireland research paper um, that was commissioned oh, yeah. by the health minister so you know very official um, mm-hmm. and it's this uh, really progressive report um, yeah. and I was reading through it and I was going this is amazing like they're saying really amazing things about you know how Irish people are not happy with their sex education and it's not covering enough areas and you know what's the ideal and they lay out mm-hmm you know, all the ways that sex education should be addressed in schools. Um, yeah. But the, like, sort of conclusion of it was, like, we have all the guidelines, we know what we should be doing, but it's not being implemented. And Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the students know what they're not getting, and the researchers know, like, what to give them, but mm-hmm. whoever's actually giving the sex education is not succeeding so yeah the issue is yeah. that it's a lot of the time still down to the school's prerogative about what they want yeah. to provide mm-hmm. um there's no like you know this has to be covered you have to talk about um you know gay sex or you know there's, there's yeah. no there's no um guidelines in that sense yeah i feel like because like ireland has so many like catholic schools as well though i yeah. feel like they're so reluctant because they're like oh well you shouldn't be having sex before marriage anyway so we're not going to teach that in our school or like you know like just shy like that they're just they nearly find excuses to not teach it in their school you know which is so bad and I feel like you know people our age and like even younger than us today because we're that bit older but like and we obviously know sex as well (laughs) but um, (laughs) like I feel like people our age are like you resort to social media then you know and like obviously like social media is very like educational like in some sense but it can also give you the wrong content as well do you know absolutely yeah and I I feel like it's so important to like follow the right people and kind of like educate yourself in your own way and like it's really important to understand yourself and not just go by other people either do you know I feel like that's what a lot of people lose out on as well as it's nearly like their sex education is based on say social media or this general idea of something and people aren't exploring their own bodies themselves no they're not and another yeah that's huge yeah. another one of the studies that was done showed that like irish young people are getting the majority of their information from the internet but the mm-hmm. issue for us or the issue that i see is that the internet is a massive place and a lot of the information huge, that's yeah. on there is not accurate like when i was yeah. you know discovering my sexuality and like exploring yeah. things and trying to figure out like I'm a researcher I love you know asking questions and I love, like figuring yeah. out like my body or whatever and so I was like googling things and you know when you yeah. google specific things you, you don't often get what you want <laughs> <laughs> um, you can be some weird information that you get there so 
that's why we wanted to find or create a space where like all of the stuff that you want to know is in one space mm-hmm. and it's you know factual and it's non-judgmental and um yeah. that was the main thing that it's like it, it's led by research and led by facts because yeah you know, there's so much going on out there on the internet so. and for you guys like who would be kind of like your biggest inspirations say on social media like where where <laughs> do you guys think that like if people are listening like where could they resort to or who, who are people that they could look up to to like kind of promote like positive like sexual health and stuff i know for me um do you know florence givens yeah she's brilliant yeah she's re- she's so good oh my gosh I'm reading her book at the moment but um she I feel like she's really really like positive about herself and she's really kind of into like self-pleasure which I find really interesting mm-hmm. but um who are some inspirations for you guys I have a whole list here Sarah but if you if <laughs> yeah, I miss perfect. anyone <laughs> so first on the list we've got Meg John Barker and they are an amazing educator researcher podcast host all the things and they also wrote some of the material for my university course, which I'm delighted about. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Justin Hancock, who um, runs an amazing site called Bish. Um, mm. And he's based in the UK, but he focuses on like younger teenagers and young people okay. um, and yeah. really accessible educational stuff. Um, We've got Emily Nagoski, uh, who wrote the amazing book, Come As You Are, um, Mm. which is all about um, desire and pleasure. Um, Mm. A couple of like social media people, we've got Hannah Witten, don't know if you've heard of her. She's based in the UK. She's so- Is she? Yeah, I must have She does does a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, okay. she's got a YouTube channel. I think that's kind of her main thing, her thing but she yeah, yeah. also has a podcast as well. Um, okay. Then we've got um, Erica Hart um, and Jiminika Eborn. They're both amazing. And they're also people of colour and representing that side is really important too. Mm. Uh, that was a really weird way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, side. Like, that side what the fuck uh, uh, <laughs> um I didn't I didn't think about this uh right let me just list these last ones it's just like here's some more people to follow yeah, all right a couple more really good Instagram accounts to follow we've got Erica Hart and Jaminika Eborn we've also got Nicoletta Heidegger I could honestly go on for like years with all of the people yeah it's like, an Oscar, so it's actually like an Oscar's acceptance speech <laughs> oh my god like here's all the people who've inspired me uh have I have I missed anyone Sarah well I the ones that I kind of draw the most inspiration from are the pages that are similar to ours but based in other countries so there's a lot of pages similar to ours or like platforms similar to ours that are kind of in the US or Bish as you mentioned mm-hmm. in the UK um, but there was, there's none for Ireland as of yet. Uh, it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Can I just oh, mention I... that? Yeah. There, there are some. I have like a tiny list of of Irish um, people. Um, we've got two PhD um, doctors. We've got Dr. Caroline West and Dr. Kate Dawson, and 
they both do amazing things and amazing research as well. Uh, Dr. Caroline West is the host of Glow West and you can follow her on social media. She posts really good stuff and she's probably the first Irish person that I came across mm. and that's really inspiring but she's sort yeah. of like out there on her own I'm like yeah. we need more we need a whole community yeah <laughs> but there's some Irish people for you yeah definitely I'll, and I'll tag them in it because I must uh, I must look into those people as well because I've actually not heard of any of those people but um I think it's so important as well to kind of like promote like Irish people like I know obviously it's amazing that like other countries like have set up um pages like yours or businesses like your yours but it's so important for Irish people to kind of promote each other and like work in our own Absolutely, community yeah. you know like it's like I feel like like I not Irish people in general but like when you grow up in a certain country like I feel like people are just so like oh get me out of this country like I don't care about this country I just want to go out I want to mm. travel whereas I feel like it's so important to kind of like realize what you have in your own country and like realize like the and I feel like that's what we're trying to get with Fried as well is to promote like Irish like artists promote Irish musicians promote Irish get Irish like, culture people, like, going you know, again yeah yeah that's it like I mean it's it's good to take inspiration from other countries but like create it yeah, in your own country i agree you know? absolutely and definitely I, yeah and i love i love that you guys are doing this as well because it's 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 not I, well i haven't seen anything like this in ireland anyway like promoting like sex education the way you guys are so positively it's it's an amazing thing you guys are doing thank like. you but um, yeah no i love that <laughs> but um so speaking of like social media and stuff so do you guys think the like stigma of like talking shamefully of sex comes from social media or do you think it's been invested in people's heads for years so like I feel like just talking about this with Irish people seeing as we're like sticking on that trend so do you do you think it's like maybe it's just an Irish thing or do you think it's come from social um, media I don't think it is just an Irish thing um because even since just starting joy and we've had you know kind of a sudden influx of followers um not all mm. of them have been Irish like we've had people from um, I was talking to a girl from Madrid, um, there was a girl from London, and they all have a similar experience in that there is like a sense of shame or a sense of like, yeah. like uh, embarrassment about their sexuality or like uh, their pleasure. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it is just an Irish thing. I think it's probably under the microscope in Ireland because of our um, yeah. Catholic roots. But I think it is yeah. just, um, I think it's a worldwide thing um yeah um, there is a, a specific definitely no, I... oh sorry <laughs> no no go for it, go for it. <laughs> uh, Sarah's 100 right there but there are some like interesting um things about Ireland in terms of how we have historically stayed a bit behind the rest of Europe but even the UK in terms of um mm -hmm. to be honest like feminism as a whole um, when I was yeah. researching during the week, I found some interesting um, quotes from the 80s um, from women in Ireland. And it's interesting to see that they were talking about this back then, but obviously there were far fewer of them. But um, And they were probably considered radical back then. Oh, so <laughs> radical. Yeah, yeah, there's the quote that we posted during the week from this woman, Clodagh Corcoran, um, who, who wrote this article about porn um, in the 80s, 
which is like when you think about it I don't know (laughs) it's amazing but she the quote that we posted during the week was um Irish social standards and Irish legislation have never embodied principles and behaviors that respect the sexual rights of women and this is a quote from 1989 like Mm. you know that's that's 40 years ago essentially exactly you know this is we haven't made enough progress um in the last 40 years and you know we're behind the rest of Europe in sex ed we know that um yeah and I think we do you know worldwide we carry shame but I do think Irish people have um a specific kind of shame that's like maybe a little bit deeper than than some other places in Europe mm-hmm. but uh it's yeah. like an extra yeah. level of shame it's mm-hmm. The, the Catholic shame that was kind of bestowed upon Ireland um, throughout the 1900s, it still lives through. And even like me, who I consider myself, you know, sexually liberated or, you know, sex positive. But there's still times where I am like, you know, Scarlett, <laughs> um, like yeah, talking about sex or something. Or like, <laughs> or like, you know, talking yeah. about it with my mom. Like I tried to start conversations with my mom, but like I'd still be going red <laughs> embarrassed talking yeah. about it <laughs> oh yeah I torture my poor mother with yeah. conversations about sex oh no I, I force it upon <laughs> yeah. her like my whole family is like shut up Sarah <laughs> yeah um so kind of going back to social media but again um with all this stigma about revenge porn and like kind of OnlyFans and stuff like that what are your guys's opinion on OnlyFans actually oh I'm like more power to them <laughs> We, we live yeah. in a world where, like, you know, I'm I'm selling my time. I'm selling 40 hours of my week. My time is so valuable to me. And, like, I, I'm selling it for nothing. If, if yeah. I could, I would sell my body if people would buy it. Like, um, yeah. I, yeah, I think more power to them. They're, I respect them so much. And I respect, especially, I've seen a lot of OnlyFans fan, only girls. Um, that took a while to get out. Um. <laughs> I've seen a lot of them doing a lot of work over the past few weeks with the revenge porn and like fighting for mm-hmm. um, innocent girls. And it's just been so inspiring to me. A few weeks have been a bit hectic, haven't they, with, with this whole leak? And um, yeah, it's been. I'm, mad, I'm really, it? it's really interesting though, the discourse about, you know, revenge porn versus image based sexual abuse and sort of reframing it as, you know, sexual abuse rather than um taking or blaming the victims and and calling it um Mm -hmm. revenge porn but I I think it's um like sex work is work um I think we at Joy definitely believe this but definitely it's it's you know society is it's such a complex thing and I don't really want to get too into it but we need to protect each mm-hmm. other um, and you know society is not ready really for um, mm-hmm. for OnlyFans <laughs> you know and yeah. it's so disgusting and so awful that this image-based sexual abuse is happening but the the coming together of all of these women over the past few weeks it's so sad that it has to happen you know that it's necessary for them to like fight um but also it is necessary because 
we need a lot more societal advancement before we can feel safe um absolutely yeah and I think like even in the last like few days or weeks whatever I feel like there has been a massive presence on social media like supporting obviously fucking getting rid of revenge porn or whatever but I feel like it shows like in Ireland us as a community like we like if issues like this come up there like majority of people are able to stand up and able to fight against this Do you know like obviously it's not everybody it's not majority or whatever but like I feel like an issue like this shows that we can come together and fight against yeah. it but um it's it's been crazy hopefully though. it brings change <laughs> yeah absolutely but um it's been crazy the last few weeks really like I mean it's horrible what has happened to these people but I feel like in another sense as well some people just feel like they have such power mm-hmm. like behind the screen do you know I feel like if this was like if it wasn't on social media if it was a different issue that was in person I feel like it wouldn't be like people wouldn't have people wouldn't put out that footage or like speak about it you know because people behind the screen just have such confidence and such I don't know like it's just it's disgusting what yeah it's yeah it's like a the next level of like keyboard warrior but like yeah you turn it into abuse you know yeah it's it's crazy the sense of entitlement is just um, it's very strong yeah yeah. (laughs) so another question I have is do you think self-pleasure is just as important if not as important as sexual experience with another person okay (laughs) I love this question I feel like you'll have a lot to say in this one I think we'll have the same we'll have we'll have the exact same opinion on it but I I know that you'll I hope so no pressure um Okay, I love this question. Um, And the short answer is, I think that self-pleasure is just as, if not more important than partnered sex. Yeah. Um, But with a tiny little caveat that, you know, if you are uncomfortable with masturbation or self-pleasure, then that is completely fine. Um, There are definitely some people out there who are like, nah, not for me, that's fine. yeah but when we're comparing it to partnered sex I just think like it's self-pleasure is important on its own you know for many reasons like we know that there are so many benefits from it reducing stress getting to know your body like all of these things um and in a way it's like something that I almost want to be like separate from from partnered sex yeah but you know it's all sex mm-hmm. it's a completely different experience yeah it is yeah you can categorize it under sex but I feel like self-pleasure and like like sex with like somebody else I feel like they're two completely different they're very different and they know? both like inform each other yeah, yeah. I often like <laughs> I do each one for a different reason you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I I think like it's important to note as well that you know not everybody wants to have partnered sex um or maybe you don't want to have it all the time or you just want to have it sometimes but you still deserve to have pleasure even if you're not having sex with another person um and so if you're if you deserve sexual pleasure and you're not having sex with another person you can masturbate and there you go (laughs) self-pleasure is amazing and it's something that I think we really want to focus on with joy as well um yeah 
yeah because I feel like it's so it's so talked about like not well shamefully in a sense I guess but like I feel like nobody ever talks about it you know it's nearly like a sin to be like oh like you know yeah like I know it doesn't get the respect it it deserves I think (laughs) I think it's almost seen as like you know something that you do if you're not having sex you know as like a as like a placeholder or something or or else it's just like yeah you know um something that you you just keep to yourself uh and you do it in your own time you don't talk about it but um it shouldn't be because it's great and we love it perfect we might wrap it up there guys if that's okay i just want to say a massive thank you to both sarah and ray for joining today Uh, make sure to follow joy on instagram and check out their newly launched website thanks so much for listening and tune in next week for another that's where the podcast